0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Stories of Significance here on the Vanguard Athletics Podcast Network. Uh, we're back in action here. I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Michael Teague. Hello. And so we hope you guys all are having a great holiday season. Uh, you know, we had Thanksgiving. We're now in all, full sprint here to Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get back into it. We'll we'll give you a rundown of what what's happened over the last two weeks. Uh, it's been a little bit nutty. We've had some great just athletic wins, uh, both on and off the field, um, or court, uh, you know, over the last two weeks. So we'll get into those. So Mike kind of just, let's jump right in and kind of tell us what's happened since we last, uh, talked with our fine fans out there. Oh
1: man, a lot. All right. So let's get going. Uh, obviously we you talked about cross country championships, you know, women's soccer qualified for opening after the opening round and all that stuff. So since then we've had men, men's basketball, they've been in action. They've, uh, gone out of the way and they've gone out to, well, I guess super out of the way to Fullerton to play some non-conference matchups. Uh, we've had our women's basketball team went out to Jackson, Tennessee, and they played in that Rotary classic, uh, best, Basically, non national tournament conference or non national tournament tournament yeah. out there, and yeah, exactly. that's that's where they beat two top ten teams, right, in Columbia and Talladega, uh, or two top fifteen teams, top something 10, like 15, that. Yeah, and so um, which they, is
0: crazy. The Gsacs ranked th- three, four, five yeah, right now. In the NI that helped so. them. So that exactly. helped our our
1: women's basketball team jump up all the way to number four um, in the country. Then we had our national tournament participants. Uh, they were playing, and so women's soccer went out to Alabama, Orange Beach, Alabama, and they ended up playing our sister school, Southeastern, another AG school in Lakeland, Florida. Dropped that one five to one. The score is not indicative of how close that game was. Uh, But that was a phenomenal atmosphere for them. They were able to get back out to Orange Beach. And then since then, we've also been able to host another wrestling meet. We've had uh, men's basketball continuing to play against some local opponents before they gear up and go into conference play. And they were able to do that. uh, Both men's and women's basketball were able to get into conference play and get their first two victories against San Diego Christian College down in Santee. So, it's been busy uh that's kind of like the the reader's digest version of what's been going on but it's it's been busy around here, but we're basically just wrapping up everything with fall is wrapped up and now we are in winter season so mm-hmm. to speak and we'll be jumping into spring and so Jeff uh, you know as we we're in finals week right now with all of our student athletes but what's been this week is actually it's a big week for for basketball and uh, for other sports as well,
0: yeah so uh you, like Mike had mentioned, we are kind of starting the thick of uh, GSAC slates here for uh, basketball. Which They'll, is new. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we're playing three games for Christmas now. Uh, and then we'll go back to kind of some non-conference play um, in that. But, uh GZAC home opener for basketball will be uh, Thursday, December 12th against Life Pacific. The Warriors are going to come down from San Dimas, which is kind of up in the Pasadena area, so about yep. an hour away, uh, give or take, with the traffic uh, uh, here in Southern California. <laughs> give or take two hours. Yeah. Uh, and then Saturday, the big-time matchup of heading up to Westmont. Both of those are going to be barn burners mm-hmm. of game. Uh you very rarely, uh, very easily could, uh, these games on Saturday could have uh, GSAC tournament, national tournament implications. Yep. Uh, so on the women's side, it's going to be number four in the country versus number five in the country. Yeah, and it's then, crazy. And uh, then men's basketball, uh, the conference is just so deep that yeah. every night, you know, you're getting everyone's best shot. So after that, then as we kind of parlay it into the following week, since this will be our last podcast uh, with our, uh, on the stories of significance for um, this calendar year, mm-hmm. as, you know, our students are kind of moving going back home for uh, Christmas break and things like that. So we'll kind of give you a rundown through when they'll come back. So uh, the men's basketball team will um, be hosting a bunch of uh, out-of-state teams. So we got Olivia Nazarene, any schools coming here uh, Thompson rivers. That's a school from Canada is going to mm-hmm. come down uh, again. University of Northern uh, British Columbia um, eh? also. Yeah. a mm-hmm. eh, from, <laughs> uh, from Canada is going to come down uh, women's basketball. will have two uh, non-conference games against Bethesda and la sierra and then wrestling will kind of be out on the road uh they'll play uh at san dimas and then they'll go to vegas for a um
1: it's like a big tournament yeah yeah it's Uh, it's really cool they do it in
0: in the casino ballrooms there so that's kind of cool um I've, you know, I'm not sure, Mike. Have you ever seen the the boxing, the ballrooms that they used to do here at the uh, Irvine yeah. hotels? Yep. You know, it's kind of kind of gonna be the wrestling version of that. It'll be fun. And then uh, we'll welcome you guys back. Um, you know, the first week of January, uh, you guys will get another uh, hear Mike and I's lovely voices, and as we kind of go full sprint with um, GSAC schedules, and then with the with the start of Springs teams. So, all of that to say, it's you know, crossover season is ended. All of our fall sports have wrapped up. Our women's soccer team was the the last to finish. Um, And so it's just been an exciting time around here. We uh, get the opportunity to kind of just talk about um, our winter sports for a little bit. And it it times up perfectly, uh, Mike, with your conversation that you had with Christian Wilson. Who is a sophomore on the men's basketball team, super yep. involved all over campus. So I know I learned a lot um, by hearing this conversation earlier. So we're gonna we're gonna get into that conversation that Mike had earlier with Christian Wilson, and then we'll 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 touch base with you guys on the other side.
1: Welcome into the podcast studio, where today we are joined by men's basketball student athlete Christian Wilson. Christian. Welcome here to our cool little podcast studio. How's everything going?
2: Pretty good. Thank you for having me. It's yeah. pretty awesome to be here. Yeah,
1: no, yeah. Glad to, to have you in here. And it's, uh, it's finals week, and so he's able to carve out a little bit of time to, to come join us. So, uh, you know, Christian, just go and tell everyone listening in just a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, your major, sport, all that fun stuff.
2: Well, like you said, I'm Christian Wilson. I, I play basketball here. I was actually born in Spokane, Washington, but I've jumped around a lot moving. My dad, he sells medical products, so his territory changes a lot, so that's why he moved around a lot. But I'm mostly from San Diego. That's that's basically kind of where I grew up most of the time. I'm a communications major with an emphasis in emerging media and tech, and I I want to get a business minor, and religion minor. And then, yeah, I think that's, oh, I'm a sophomore here. Sophomore, yeah. awesome,
1: awesome. So. Uh, Christian, you know, you mentioned you're on the men's basketball team here and I know for you, actually th- this, the story of you getting here is kind of crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just how you arrived here. I mean, do you want to just kind of give a little baseline of like what that process was last year for you as a freshman?
2: Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I came here, I actually began at Babo prep. That was where I was in high school mm-hmm. and I was Sorry, I'll go back a little bit. I started at Chaparral High School. For my freshman, sophomore year, I went to a public school with like 3,500 kids, normal public school. And then I transferred to Babel Prep, which is actually like a basketball prep school. Mm-hmm. And there's like about 45 kids there. Like okay. K through 12. Yeah. Weird. K through 12, 45? <laughs> yes. yeah, nice. So there's like four <laughs> third graders. There are seven people in my class. Seven people. In the, it is crazy. That's awesome. So yeah. I, was, I did my junior, senior year there. But what I did is I actually repeated my sophomore year. So I did freshman year at Chaparral, sophomore year at Chaparral, second sophomore year at Baboa, hmm. and then junior year at Baboa. But then I never had a senior year technically okay. because when I repeated my my grade here, uh, Coach Soliday, I, I was going to do my fifth year of high school starting like that next year. And I was three weeks into my fifth year of high school. And then Coach Soliday said, well, you already have four years of high school done. Do you want to come to uh, Vanguard now? And I was like, I don't know, and I, he's like, "Well, you have three days to decide because school starts on Monday." Right. And he right. told me this on like Monday, so then <laughs> Monday I'm, I'm like, "Oh, geez, like, there's so many different things I have to like go through." I, t- I called all my mentors up and talked to my parents a lot, and we just kind of made this decision. And then uh, by Wednesday, I gave him like, "Yes, I'm gonna go to Vanguard." Then Friday, I came, got my acceptance letter. <laughs> Monday, Friday was acceptance letter and. Freshman orientation, then Monday yep. we started school. Yep, yeah, <laughs> and that was it. That was like, not not my vanguard. Just now like, you're here. Now nah you're here. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Oh yeah. man! And
1: so you know, for you, basketball was kind of the um, the gateway to to get you here, right? Um, mm-hmm. How long you've been been hooping? How long has basketball been a part of your life?
2: I've always played basketball since I was like five. Okay. So like, it's never. I don't remember ever not playing basketball. There's a, a phase there where I wanted to play football for a little bit. Okay. And then my coach was like, "No, you're not playing football. You gotta play basketball." I was like, "Oh." okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah he he uh steered me back onto basketball but i think it was good in the long run i'm here at, at vanguard because of that so yeah
1: yeah definitely it, it, would you say that you still have um kind of you know you don't push yourself so hard unless you have kind of a passion for a sport right mm-hmm. what kind of kept you going and, and kept you pushing yourself to get to the level where you are now you know you're still a sophomore and still um improving but uh you, you know you obviously have a uh, an opportunity to play here at the college level and uh for a coach that really wanted you here too right so mm-hmm. what was it that kind of kept you going that that love that kept you um working so hard to get to this level
2: i think that for me basketball since it's been my entire life i've had many ups and downs with basketball right and one of the main things that i've kind of realized here is that we're made for relationship. Mm -hmm. I think, like, so God makes us for a relationship with him. But then at the same time, you can treat other aspects of your life like relationships. So I feel like basketball and I have had, like, a pretty good relationship. I feel like I've, like, (laughs) basically basically my relationship with basketball has been like gone through ups and downs, but I think it's been constant enough to where I love it to the point where I can continue to work hard at it. And I think I I, I really just love like working hard and getting stronger, getting better at things. Mm -hmm. So I think that constant, I mean, I'm an athlete, so I like, I'm very competitive and I want to grow in all areas. So me wanting to grow in all areas of life kind of keeps me going and motivated and me, me wanting to have the best relationship possible with basketball is something that I, want to that i've been like recently trying to pursue a lot because i want to make sure that i'm still like in love with it and hmm. passion is real and stuff like that and i don't want to i don't want to allow it to become something that i have to do because i think that many times with sports it can become something that you have to do if you if you don't have gratitude for it right so i think that gratitude for it has kept me wanting to keep going and just wanted to get better and like go be as good as i can and i think that gratitude will keep me going because if I don't, then it'll become a have to, and then it's not Mm -hmm. very fun. So the more gratitude I have, the more presence I can have, then the more fun it is Yeah, and it becomes something that I can continue to get better at.
1: Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's good that you kind of have that perspective about it, but I know for you, Vanguard has opened up some great opportunities for you to, to kind of almost allow yourself to be creative and allow yourself to uh, step into and lean into that leadership role and capacity that you've had. And uh, since you stepped foot on campus you've you've had almost like a greater purpose and a greater calling right mm-hmm. uh, talk to us about that a little bit what what is it uh, I know you know you'll you'll touch on it but talk to us about this club that you've started um, there's something that christian's been starting on campus it's really starting a movement here on, on vanguard's campus I think and uh, really just working with some heavy hitters but you know tell us a little bit about this this club that you have the y club um, and and what that that means and how Vanguard has been able to help you kind of develop this this leadership principle and leadership um, uh, development opportunity.
2: Well, the like quick pitch of why is I, I think that students and are very focused on school and sports and their jobs for some, and I think that people really lose sight of their passions, their lifelong learning skills and just leadership character development those types of things people kind of lose sight of those things because it becomes less important as we're trying to focus on those other things that I mentioned so I kind of wanted to create a place where we could have mentors and just friendships that we could kind of help each other grow in those areas as well so that's basically the idea of why there's a lot of aspects of it Mm -hmm. but right now the first thing that was like manifested from that was the self-discovery series which we had we had four different speakers come talk about basically a question that started from me, which was like, what's the point of college? Not necessarily like, like, oh, I don't want to be here. It's, right, it's like, right, what's totally. the point? How can I, how can I take this time in college and really maximize it hmm. and get the most out of it? And we ended up having like four different speakers hit it from different points. Cause there's a, there's two theology professors, there's a communications. And then there was a graduate professor that came in and talked about these four different areas of how you can really maximize college. And it kind of started when It was actually October 2nd that it technically started Mm -hmm. last year in uh, 2018, and I was with some friends, and we were studying for an Old Testament test. And we were outside studying on the library, um, in front of the library, and we were kind of just having a deep conversation about life and stuff. After we got distracted from studying, which right. happens a right. lot, yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up talking until like four or five in the morning. Oh wow! About just like life and just like how can we really take this time and really grow ourselves in the best possible way, and also uh, spread God's message at the same time. And then we were like, oh, after that, we we were very like on fire for just like learning and growing and stuff like that. And then after a little bit it kinda of died out and we we're like, Oh well what happened And then we had another conversation and it sparks it again. But hmm. basically it's that feeling you get after you do something that you love or after you leave church and you're like, Oh, like that was a good message but then like you do nothing with it after hmm. that. Like I that's a pet peeve of all of ours and we don't like that idea. How like you'll just go to church or you'll go watch a motivational video, mm-hmm. you'll watch a TED doc and be like, Oh, that was cool and then nothing after that. So we wanted to create something where you can you watch those types of things and you listen to these types of things. But then after you actually do something with it and learn how you can apply it to your life. Mm. So that's basically the idea of why to like really take what you're learning and really apply it. And to be able to, uh, I guess it, it's funny, but like find your why is like kind of, uh, the big thing. Right. Or Nietzsche's quote, he who has a why to live can bear almost any how." Mm. So like if you, if you have a why, then, Anything you do in life, you can you can do to the maximum of your ability. Yeah. So kind of just finding that and being able to, really, stretch that across other aspects of your life and really become the your best possible version of yourself.
1: That's that's awesome, and I think that's something that um, if you've ever been to Vanguard's campus, you understand the small, tight-knit community, right? And mm-hmm. so you understand that, and you've seen that, and those, those conversations are had quite a bit, where students are staying up super late <laughs> and having these deep conversations and, and really trying to discover that purpose. And I think you touched on it there. It's what you're trying to, to create is more than just a mountaintop experience, more than just a, a spark mm-hmm. and then a flash in the the frying pan, so to speak. And then that's it, right? You, you want this to be a continual uh, progression. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're you're going to have lows all the time, of but it's, it's a continual movement towards bettering yourself. Yeah. right?
2: And I think a lot of the professors I've now at this point, We've had uh, we have thirty seven advisors, Mm. I guess professors and faculty members that are kind of helping out to like kind of grow this idea into something that's more tangible. Because right now, as you kind of heard me kind of ramble on about it, it's not as tangible as I would like it to be. But there's been little manifestations where it is tangible. But we're trying to kind of put it into something that is real and that we can actually track and stuff like that. But a lot of people have really jumped in and been able to help out and it's been really cool yeah
1: so that's 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 great and then, um you know i know that i've personally seen it it's, it's starting to create a movement on campus and so mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool to to kind of see that come to fruition right uh something you've been talking about for almost a year right and yeah now it's really <laughs> coming to fruition so mm-hmm. that's awesome so you know stepping outside of that what is what has vanguard been like for you what what's some things that um you know maybe you've stepped into this campus you've been here for a year and a half now um what has it been like for you? What, what has this campus meant to you? What has uh, being part of the basketball program meant to you? What What has it been like for you here?
2: Well, I think that I mentioned that I've been talking to a lot of professors. That's something that I was really cool for me, to mm-hmm. be able to like talk to so many different people that have been to places that I want to go and stuff like that and be able to have them there, have my coaches so tight-knit within our team to be able to give us like very life skills. Coach Shalde says it all the time, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to just create good basketball players. He wants to create good men for later. So Mm -hmm. I think he's, that's a really cool thing. And I haven't had a coach that's been like very, I I have had a coach that's like that. My my previous coaches are like that, but at the same time, he's very intentional with having us do binders that where we're like learning leadership techniques and like how to, how to grow together as a team. And he's very intentional about that kind of stuff. And to have all these different mentors and people on campus too, that have been like trying to lift up everyone has been really interesting to me and i haven't really seen that before mm. and it's really cool so coming to vanguard that was that was a big thing for me and then also having like so many different like-minded people around that i can like kind of connect to and really grow ideas with and learn and study and go hang out at the beach it's like it's a really fun opportunity i, I love the beach I've like i said i grew up in san diego yeah mostly so i've I've always been, that was a big reason I wanted to come to Vanguard so I can just go to the beach and hang out have yeah. this kind of area. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's just, it's overall for me, it's really cool. I think a lot of people can go to different colleges and be like, oh, well, it's missing this, it's missing that. And of course, Vanguard's missing random things, but it's like, it. Vanguard is what you make of it. Yeah. And I think that if you connect yourself to the right people or you allow yourself to be connected to the right people, because it will happen mm-hmm. automatically mm-hmm. on accident, then it becomes a really cool experience because it's a, it's a really strange niche that is really missed. A lot of people, it's a crazy location. We're in the middle of like LA and just random places that are very well connected and stuff like that. We have like, weather that's awesome, we have a ton of professors that people don't, I don't think realize are like ridiculously connected and smart and have done crazy things. And, um, they all care about you and they all want to bring you up and, feed into your ideas and stuff like that. If you bring them to them, right. Cause they're just there teaching you until you're like, Hey, I want you to help me with a real life thing. And they're like, Oh yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah. Like every single professor, as I mentioned 37 people have literally come along alongside and they're like, yeah, let me help you build this. And it's like really awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: That's, that's rare to find. Right. And mm-hmm. so that, that's awesome to hear kind of how your experience has been. And, um, you know, touching on a lot of the main points that Vanguard is and why, why it makes Vanguard so unique. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and We'll jump into basketball for you. Uh, we'll jump right back into basketball, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about Vanguard off the court, on the court, you know, early in the season now, right? You guys are pretty much halfway through. You're jumping into conference season now. Mm-hmm. What has it been like for you so far? What What is the How has it been? I know there's kind of been ups and downs with the team so far. Uh, mm-hmm. How's it been?
2: Well, I think we lost a lot of seniors last year. We had like seven or eight seniors. Yeah, it's like a new team this year. It's a new year. team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we... In the beginning of the year, we had little ups and downs because we weren't, we, nec- we didn't necessarily all know each other. We had to kind of build that trust and uh, form really true friendships and a brotherhood in that mm. kind of sense. So we were kind of, that shows on the court because we're not as, as one yet. So we were going through lots of ups and downs and stuff like that. But I think as we've kind of moved on and been going through this process, we've we've become a lot tighter mm. and we're, we're becoming a, a big thing on our team is we want to we don't want to play with each other. We want to play for each other. Mm. So in the beginning we were playing with each other. Right. And as we're going along on this, uh, this process, we're continually trying to play for each other more and more. And it shows on the court when we play for each other, because then things click and however many mistakes we make, then it's just like, it's whatever because we're playing for each other. We just want to, we just want to get each other to the best. We, We want to get each other to the next play and grow and, do all that kind of stuff together so when we play with for each other then uh it's usually it's usually pretty awesome so Mm -hmm. i think as we've been constantly getting closer and closer we've been playing more and more for each other and it's become a lot of a better experience but before we had to um, go through those kind of growing pains as we were a new team and just kind of getting to know each other and all those types of things
1: right right and that's it's tough when it's a Like you said, a new team, everyone's learning, and then you jump right out, you go to Kentucky, and you play the number one team in the country, right? (laughs) Exactly. And then you come back and play
2: the number three team in the country. Right, right. It's just crazy. Yeah, Yeah, but it it helps you learn, right? Exactly. But very much it helps us learn and learn how to play for each other because we're playing against these really high-caliber teams, and we have to actually trust each other. Yeah. If you don't, then you get killed. Yeah. We we haven't been killed yet, so it's like – we're just constantly growing, and we we have potential to really beat all these teams that we've played, mm-hmm. and we can we can totally do that. The more we play for each other,
1: right? And the more you play as a team, right? The more because you, you, you guys are playing some teams that are extremely talented. Exactly, you know, Georgetown. You know, we talk about them; they they are the number one ranked team in the country, and mm-hmm. you've got talent all over the place. And they don't necessarily have to play as a team mm-hmm. in order to be successful, right? Right. Teams like you guys, not to so say you're not talented. You guys have a lot of talent out there, but the depth of talent might not be as great, right? And so mm-hmm. when you guys come together as a team that's more powerful than anything else. You know, that's how you guys are going to be able to, to knock off some of those teams. Right. Yeah. So sure. um, What do you, what do you think are some goals for the season, maybe personally, and then, then for the team as well?
2: for the team we want to start um, with first of all going 1 and 0 in everything we do. Yeah. That's a big thing for our our program and that that helped us a lot last year and it's helping a lot, us a lot this year to have that 1 and 0 mentality. So we don't necessarily want to say like a goal would be to win national which, which of course that would be amazing. Right. But right now we want to start with let's win GSEC. So let's let's go 1 and 0 on Thursday when we play Life Pacific and let's let's beat that team. Yeah. That's the first thing so our goal our goal stretches right there, and then uh, to GSAC. So basically, our goal for now is to win GSAC. Mm-hmm. And um, I think as we progress along and go one to zero with each and everything, that, that that's basically we don't like to go too far ahead because yeah. it, it'll yeah. it'll stifle us from right now, which is when we need to perform. Yeah. So GSAC, I think, is the biggest goal we have right now. So then, because once you once you win GSAC, then you have an automatic entrance into the into the tournament and then from there on it's like it's a new season it's a new season yeah so it's really just about who's the t- tightest and most toughest most selfless team mm-hmm. and how can you because you, the scout you're not going to necessarily be able to scout out all the teams because you're just playing back to back to back so right. it's really right. just about who can really come together and if we can win gsac then who knows it's it's up in the lottery to, to see what happens there yeah so um we, we want to control what we can control right now which is want to know this Thursday and then this Saturday and then that kind of thing and move on and let it kind of compound and snowball from there.
1: Yeah, that's good. And h- how do you think uh you can play into that maybe success personally? I know you don't like talking about yourself a lot, but <laughs> you know what's something that uh you know for you personally how, how do you how would you like to grow maybe in this season and within this team?
2: For me, I want to I mentioned it earlier about my relationship with basketball. I want to make sure that I am able to be consistent in that. And I think for me, um, I mentioned there's a lot of aspects in my life that are, that I'm kind of like, like doing creatively, creatively over here and I'm, um, doing all right in school and I'm kind of like doing all these random things, but I'm here for basketball and I'm here for school and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that, uh, I guess for me, integrity has been a really big thing lately. So, and, uh, I've learned that through a couple of professors here that, uh, integrity comes from the latter integer, which mm. means whole or complete. So mm-hmm. to be whole or complete is to have integrity. So um, let your yes be yes and your no be no and be the same person wherever you go, basically. is mm. this integrity. So um, I want to be able to be the same person outside of the court as I am on the court. Mm. And I want to have that same motivation, that same fire and drive for everything I do where where I'm more holistic. So I think the goal for me is to connect all these different aspects of my life together so that I can be constantly growing in school and in um, this club and in these different aspects, but then at the same time, constantly growing in basketball and allowing myself to become who I truly can be with basketball. And I think that I stifle myself a lot because of my head. I like, I like to think a lot <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. So that kind of shows itself on the court and it, it prevents me from really uh, doing what I actually do know how to do, which is basketball. I played forever. And yeah. it's, so it's like, I need to, be able to be the same person everywhere I am so that's that's a goal for me right now as Mm -hmm. I'm trying to like tangibly I think that means I need to consistently work um, every day so I think that's something that I need that that's a goal for me to be able to consistently do at least a little bit something every day in every aspect of my life whether that's studying every day whether that's um, practicing 15 20 30 minutes a day for basketball and all those different things that all connect and it's very intertwined. So Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I'm the same person wherever I am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Consistency. It sounds like, right. Mm -hmm. That's what we're searching for. So uh, that's, um, that's smart and that's what you need to do to kind of tie that into, how do you think God's challenging you right now in this chapter of your
2: life? Well, I think that we just talked about consistency and I think sometimes I want to be consistent and I forget about seasons, so I'll be consistent, but then I'll forget that life is not, consistent hmm. life is change mm-hmm. the, only, the only i just learned a business the only uh constant in life is change yeah so it's, it's really yeah. funny so like i want to be consistent in all these things but at the same time you forget about seasons and how there will be ups and downs that you can't be completely consistent the entire time so you need to learn how to ride the waves of life so um i think for me god's really challenging me in s- and letting me know like, hey, you're gonna, there's lots of ups and downs and there's lots of seasons and I'm going to be here for you when you're in the ups, when you're in the downs, when you're in the middle, every summer, fall, winter, all those different seasons, I'm going to be there with you and I want you to trust me along the way. Hmm. So he's really teaching me about trust in probably consistent trust is probably what I need. Not consistency yeah. in life, but consistent trust in God that wherever I am, he'll meet me there and he'll allow me to um, grow in every in the best possible way within each season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, yeah, that's, that's so true. Yeah. God's going to be the consistent, you know, everything in life is not mm-hmm. God's a consistent, <laughs> He's right? The only so, constant. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's uh, that's really intriguing when you think about that. It's like, yeah, you're right. There's no consistency at all throughout this life. There's nothing at all. It's all ups and downs. Yeah. God is the only constant if you seek him and you know, that's going to be, it's going to be good. Right. Exactly. So, um, so let's look towards the future a little bit, you know, you still got a couple of years left, but, uh, wh- what are your plans maybe after uh, after you graduate uh what are maybe some ideas that you've had as you've started this club as you've kind of dove into this this leadership principle what is it that you want to do once you finish up you don't have to know but any ideas
2: mm-hmm. um for right now uh, i i know we talked a lot about about the club but the goal of that club eventually is to turn it into a nonprofit hmm. or a business so right now i'm working with a lot of different professors to turn it into an actual real business yeah and uh we're kind of seeing what the steps are but my goal eventually would be to start that business and maybe a couple other businesses and eventually be like kind of an entrepreneur in that sense and that's that's my goal so that I can kind of live off those types of things just straight just basically what I I love to do is constantly help myself grow and help others grow in that kind of sense so I think that'd be a really cool thing to put this idea into other school systems Mm. and stuff like that and kind of start uh changing the way that school is perceived because i think that a lot of people are forget the why of school yeah (laughs) because you come here and you're like oh why am i learning this definition and stuff like that there's no point this is stupid i'm just going to memorize i'm just going to cheat i'm just i'm not there's no reason for it and stuff like that so i think when you lose sight of that overarching why you're here or you actually never know why you're here Mm. then you can't really maximize a time wherever you are because you're not you don't actually know why you're doing it right so but when you know why you're doing it then your drive your purpose it all goes up and everything kind of falls into place from there so i think uh for the future i'd want to turn that into a a real business and put it into other schools and stuff like that
1: that's awesome so providing the framework really for for what you're doing and then building that out and kind of ballooning it to other campuses
2: Yeah, yeah so vanguards right now like an incubator stage where we're, we're really building this idea and it's allowing me to focus on basketball, focus on school and focus on this idea and allow myself to really become my, my, my best self within each of these areas. Mm. I think that's, um, that's the goal for me right now. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens with all those areas after school. Yeah. I don't necessarily know yet, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. You don't
1: have to, you still stuff. got a couple of years to figure it out. And exactly. I think you're on the right trajectory. So um, that's awesome. So Christian, before we leave and, you know, say goodbye here to, to everyone listening in any words of advice for, uh, we'll just, you know, gear it towards maybe any student athletes that are out there and listening in or just as you're, you're kind of going throughout it, just things that you'd want to speak a uh, truth into for them.
2: Um, I'd say a couple of different things that like we talked about seasons and knowing that, life goes in seasons and understanding that wherever you are, God will meet you there. And I think that in order for that to happen, that requires presence and mm. being able to stay present in the moment is a really big deal. You hear people cliche talk about it a lot, but um, one of my coaches, he says that if you live in the future, then you get anxiety. You live in the past, um, you get depressed. Mm. So where are you? And he asks you, where are you? And you say, right here, right now. So you're right here, right now with whatever you're doing, then that allows the future to take care of itself and it allows the past to be healed or mended or whatever what happened in the past that is making you depressed. So I think that um, staying present, but then in order to stay present, that comes with gratitude. So mm. gratitude leads to presence, which then leads to understanding seasons. So then gratitude is allowing yourself to be thankful for different things within the near moment. So when you practice that, then it allows you to be present, which allows you to understand the seasons, which allows you to maximize different seasons of your life. So I think that starting with gratitude and ending with seasons. Those are some words of advice that I've really been focusing on and learning from a lot of different professors and people in my life. So,
1: Love it, man. Christian, spitting some wisdom out here for everyone for <laughs> listening in. So. <laughs> well, I uh, appreciate you uh, joining us here on, on the podcast studio on this uh, uh, Athletics Podcast Network. But uh, you know, feel free to uh, thank you guys for listening in and feel free to, to continue listening in. But, uh, Christian, hope you guys have a, a great rest of the season and uh, good luck with finals week.
2: Thank you for
0: having me. All right, welcome back, Uh, Mike. uh, Everyone at home just kind of heard that really good um, sit down you had with Christian, um, you know, towards the end of this first semester of his second year. Highly um, involved on campus, has just a very unique mind uh, in the way he thinks about things and, and how he goes. And, you know, from being one of the top prep basketball players in the country to, you know, like one of the things I've learned about him over the, you know, getting to know him over the last year is just how. He, basketball doesn't define him nope. uh, how, it, how it easily can, you know, when, you, when you're one of those top prep basketball players, you know, at a young age. But, you know, share with our folks at home what, what, what the nugget you took away from uh, Mr. Wilson.
1: Yeah, no, for, for Christian, it, it really is more than basketball to him. And, and Vanguard has opened up an incredible opportunity for him to develop those leadership skills and abilities. And you heard about that club that he started, the Y Club here on mm-hmm. campus. That's something that's a, a culmination of almost a year of hard work and he has developed a relationship. He didn't say it, but some of the big hitters on campus, I mean Mm -hmm. like some of the biggest names that we have on campus and in the community, he has reached out to them with a humble heart and just wanting to learn. And he's jumping in and and getting some incredible insights and wisdom. And then with that, he's not just taking that and, and using it for himself, but he's using it, to help other students go through this too and figure out that why, figure out that purpose. And they just had that self-discovery series where, mm-hmm. I mean, you had some big people, Karen Ishii, Bill Dogterm, I mean, like big time people on campus. And um, I-, I think it was just really good to chat with him and, and talk about that why. And then for him, it's it's also understanding that basketball is bigger than just basketball and he's able to, to grow and develop here at Vanguard and um, just a really special talent not just in the mind, but also physically as well. Mm-hmm. So i um, excited to have him here for the next couple of years.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's one of those things of, you know, uh, being in here as, as as Mike and Christian were having that conversation, I was kind of just reminiscing of, man, I wish I had this mindset 10 years ago oh when gosh. I was his age, as, you know, as a sophomore in college. And, you know, I was off in my, my world just, you know, not knowing what life after was going to be like, but, you know, just how, you know his parents and the schools he's been blessed to be able to go to, uh, uh, including Vanguard. How how all of that has shaped him, yep. and it's gonna it, he he's set up to to do great things, uh to to impact uh the kingdom of God. So that's really special. So we thank you guys for tuning in. It's been an awesome uh, first semester. We thank you guys for being a part of this. This has been a uh, a little dream of Mike and I's for a, a lot of years. Yeah. A lot of uh. Days in the office, throwing things on a whiteboard, and, and we're we're glad to have you guys along the journey for us. You know, as always, uh, be sure to subscribe, um, like it, share it around. We just want to spread these stories uh, to to the fans and community of Vanguard. So you can find us on. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, um, as well as, you know, if you're if you're seeing us on, um, you know, the video versions that we put on uh, Facebook or YouTube. Thank you guys so much. We hope you guys have a blessed holidays. Uh, we're praying for all of you guys out there that uh, as you close 2019, that you really feel the presence of God and that as you move forward into the year 2020, 2020 oh my goodness that's crazy, crazy. yeah oh my goodness I, <laughs> I i still can't even believe it a little bit you know we're which here. is the 100th year of uh anniversary of vanguard uh as opposed as as well as you know just um the the fresh starts that everyone gets, gets. you know i'm i uh me and my family were working on our words and themes of the year oh, and yeah. things like that so we just play god's breast blessing over you guys um throughout the holidays and we will see you in january <laughs>